Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike as we navigate topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. If you'd like to hear more, head to nwaybway.com. Hey everyone, welcome to week number two of our Summer Spiritual Disciplines Challenge. If you missed last week's episode from Emma on the importance of the practice of reading scripture, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. She has so uh, much incredible encouragement and practical advice to share that you just should really check out um, and and don't want to miss. But Today, uh, we are continuing our challenge and we are leaning into the spiritual discipline of fasting. Fasting can be more uh, one of the more sensitive spiritual disciplines to address, but today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I hope to encourage you to lean into this practice and ask God to speak to you of uh, how you specifically should engage with it. And also, before we go any further, I want to address that this can be a sensitive topic uh, once again. So I, I want to be sure that I speak to those specifically that may be experiencing health issues or uh, eating disorder or struggle with their body image, um, anything like that. In our first season, I shared a little bit about my own personal struggles uh, with these things. And we have a couple other episodes um, that could be helpful uh, for you that are surrounding those um, specific things, um, but personally, the, uh, I, there was a season where I developed a unhealthy relationship with fasting. So I understand that at this time, it may be difficult for you to uh, participate in this discipline and remain healthy. And the first thing that I want you to know is that God loves you, and that there's no shame or condemnation coming from Him for this uh, struggle that you are experiencing. And secondly, I believe that there are ways that God wants to speak to you through this episode and this uh, this talk of how we can engage with this spiritual discipline healthily and um, how it can grow us in godliness and closer to Jesus. So, um, in the same way that we began our conversation last week, I want to share a benediction before we begin. So if you're able, uh, close your eyes and take a deep breath with me. And just hold your hands open, the posture of receiving, and join me in praying. Lord, increase my reliance on you and desperation for you day by day. As I abstain from food, I pray that you will tune my desires to you. Strengthen me today as I pray and seek your will. Amen. In our world today, it's much more common to hear about fasting from health experts or some of the practices in another religion like Islam or, or Buddhism. But why is that? From Moses to Esther to Daniel to Jesus, fasting plays a significant role in the story of Scripture and in the lives of believers. Also, did you know that fasting is actually spoken of more than baptism is in Scripture? For over a millennium and a half, Christians were known to actually fast twice each week. Now, 
there's nothing in scripture that demands us to practice fasting that often, but it is clear that it's meant to play a much bigger role in the lives of Christians than it does in our Western world today. So what is fasting? Well, from all that we see in scripture, fasting is the voluntary abstinence from food for a spiritual purpose. Now remember, the purpose of all spiritual disciplines that we've talked about over the past two weeks are to grow us in godliness. And the way this practice helps us do that is by giving up what we need physically and turning our attention to what we need spiritually. There's so much we could dive into on the topic of fasting uh, and as so much we can dive into with every spiritual discipline we're going to cover this summer. And I'll be sure to attach uh, some resources to the show notes this week for you to take a look at if you want to dive a bit deeper uh, into this. But for the next few minutes, I want to discuss why we fast, the purpose of fasting and how to fast. The simple reason that we fast is because Jesus tells us to. In Matthew 16, verses 16 through 18, Jesus says to his disciples, And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you that they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. At the beginning of that passage, Jesus says, and when you fast. This tells us that fasting is something good that he has for us to participate in and that it has the power to change things in the spiritual realm. Fasting in a way is like turning up the spiritual thermometer on the things of the spirit as we bring our request before God and ask him to turn, tune our hearts towards his ways and, uh, and work things out for his glory and for the world's good. About two years ago, I began practicing fasting at least once a month, and I still have a long way to go. I have a lot to learn, um, but I have experienced incredible breakthrough, both personally and corporately through the practice of fasting. I've seen miracles happen in the 11th hour of situations that seemed absolutely impossible. I've seen people saved. Um, I've seen it help breakthrough sin patterns personally that I've held me in chains that have like held me in chains personally um, but at the same time I can't say that that it's easy by any means or that fastening is something that I'm like super stoked to participate in often or that like times when I have fasted I've noticed anything uh, change from participating in the in the in the practice um, but like I said as time goes by, and I've spent more time with this practice, the thing that I've noticed change uh, the most in myself is my own level of desperation and reliance on Jesus. So when we go without and we submit our need for that thing to God, he promises that he will hear our request and that he will reward us for our faithfulness. John Piper beautifully states that Christian fasting at its root is the hunger of a homesickness for God. Let me repeat that again. Christian fasting at its root is the hunger of a homesick for God. As we fast, we yearn with all of our body and with all of our spirit for the home that's waiting for us on the other side of death and ask God to send some of that future home to us 
in the here and now. Another thing that we have to remember when we fast is that God's timetable doesn't move at our speed. When we fast, God may choose to move quickly, but we have to trust that he will move when it's the time to move. Like the passage in Matthew 6 says, your father who sees in secret will reward you. Will reward you. That's just not a tiny, uh, a little tidy bow that Jesus ties onto a statement um, to like make it look pretty and make fasting seem less intense. That's like a real promise from God. But we must be open to it looking different than how we'd expect it to. Now, as we fast, we have to remember that our fast must have a purpose. Otherwise, it becomes a self-centered practice all about our own willpower and our own endurance. What makes a fast different than just a time of prayer or some kind of weight management activity is that it uses hunger as a tool to prompt us to bring a specific request before God. Each time you feel hunger pains, they turn your attention to God and they invite you to bring your request before Him. Now, fasting isn't some kind of hunger strike against God, and it's not some tool that we can use to earn His favor. Simply, it's a way to increase the intensity of our prayers and and our personal reliance on Him and turn up our desire to know His heart and His mind. Before I issue this week's challenge, I want to make sure that we are all on the same page when it comes to how we should fast. And there there are lots of different types of fasts that we read of in Scripture, and I invite you to explore um, explore them as you mature in this discipline. But today I'm speaking specifically about the fast that will typically last for 24 hours. So the best time that I've found to partake in this kind of fast is from sundown to sundown, or typically 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. So during this time, I will be sure to have a specific purpose that I'm fasting for. And during my mealtime, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'll take an extended time uh, of prayer to bring those per- bring that purpose, to bring those requests before God. And as I feel hungry throughout the day, I'll continue to lift those prayers to Him and, and listen to His voice. So as we do this, as we fast, we are able to submit our own desires um, we're able to open our hearts to him and uh, invite him to move and work however he sees fit. How he moves and how he works may be a direct answer to the prayer that you're praying for, or it could look completely different from what you're asking. Either way, we must remember that there is no waste in the kingdom of God and that there will be blessing on the other side of your obedience as you participate in the spiritual discipline of fasting. As we lean into this uh, the spiritual discipline this week, our challenge for you is to fast two days this week, so two 24-hour periods. And I'd recommend personally fasting from sundown on a Sunday to sundown on Monday and then sundown Wednesday to sundown Thursday. If it's your first time fasting, it may be a bit difficult. Um, but keep leaning in and feel free to choose whatever days you'd like. I'd recommend not going back to back if this is uh, something, if this is a practice that's new to you. Um, spread it out to make sure that you are nourishing and that you're taking care of, um, of your body. Um, but I do want to say also, if you aren't able to fast because of a specific uh, medical reason or, pur- or uh, uh, purpose, um, something that you can fast from 
is things that are distracting you in your day-to-day life. And I don't have to list things out. You know what those would be, but you could choose to eliminate that distraction um, and use that time that you spend um, participating in that activity to turn your, your affections and your attention towards God. Lastly, as you go into your fast, make sure that you have a purpose. Maybe there's a sin pattern that you need freedom from. Um, Fasting is a great way to bring that request of freedom before God. Maybe you have a family member or a friend that doesn't know Jesus. Um, Fast about it. Um, And maybe you feel like you're lacking creative inspiration or you feel confused about how to navigate this world as a believer and an artist or your heart's just breaking for the entertainment industry, um, fast about it. Remember, God wants to hear from you and he wants to help you. So this week's challenge, once again, is to fast for two days, so two 24-hour periods, and to have a specific purpose going into those periods that you are fasting about and bringing before God. So as we go into this week's challenge, my prayer is that you'd grow in desperation and reliance on God and that through this discipline, you'd find strength through him. Let's pray. God, we are desperate for you. There's nothing we can do without your help. There's nothing we can move without your help. So God, hear our prayers and turn our hearts towards yours. As we fast this week, God, I pray that you would give us strength to endure the, uh, the pain and the discomfort um, and that through it, we would learn to rely and trust on you for all things. God, you are a giver of good gifts. And we accept this discipline uh, of fasting as a good gift from you to help us grow closer to you. We love you, God. It's in your name we pray. Amen.